I don't know about you, but a lot of people in my life have shifted abroad, be it for work or studies recently. And being a kid from the Middle East and moving back to India to live and work, I've often thought of what it would be like moving abroad again. If I'm being honest, I've been pretty intimidated by it. In this episode, we explore an understanding of what it's like to move abroad. Hello to everyone listening. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Aruna Tangram Abraham. She's a dear friend of mine. She's a research scientist at the Oslo University Hospital. She's currently working on understanding uh, cellular mechanics within cells and how it may contribute to becoming cancerous. Aruna, that sounds incredibly interesting. And thank you so much for being on this podcast. How have you been? Hey, Shruti. <laughs> The intro you just gave about me made me sound like I'm like some sort of a celebrity. Uh, well, yeah. you are. I mean, I feel like there's so much important work that happens around the world. And we just are probably, it's not about ignorance. We just don't have the awareness of all of that. Like, uh, this is something that's actually contributing to so much more. You know, it's ultimately research that could possibly save lives. Um, and cancer is so prevalent in our times today and we are all trying to understand it better so yeah it's definitely important and I don't think um, I haven't done justice enough uh, to give you a proper intro but thank you so much for being on the show so uh, I just wanted to give everybody like a background on how we know each other so Mm -hmm. me and Arna we both went to Karina University together she studied BTech in biotechnology and she's been one of my really close friends over the years that I've still stayed in touch with and uh, Aruna moved to Norway about four and a half years ago and I thought maybe she would be the right person to sort of talk about what's what is it like moving abroad and um, you know there are it sounds rosy to a lot of people, you know, oh my God, they are doing so well when they're abroad and, uh, you know, they, um, they're living a better life. They make more money. I mean, these are just like layman uh, terms that sort of come about when you actually, I, I don't know, maybe for you, it, is it like that or not, but we'll get to that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I really wanted to know in terms of, you know, why should anybody consider in the first place of, moving out of their hometowns and studying abroad or even like working there and I thought you would be the right person to sort of talk about how you know you went there as a student and now you're mm-hmm. you were you're working there and how that sort of how's that changed over the years um how you view it and yeah so I think I think that you can sort of give everybody like a overview of your experience so yeah yeah well first of all Shruti I'm like super honored and like super (laughs) excited to be in this platform okay where we can actually get to have a conversation where people actually listen to what we talk about as well yeah Arna is talking about those five people that are listening to this podcast you know who you are (laughs) hi Hey y'all, thanks for listening to us talk and converse and hopefully this would be of some benefit to those listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting right right straight to the point of 
moving abroad or studying abroad. So I went as a student. I went. Uh, right. I I came to Norway as uh, to to do my masters in bioscience. So I came here as a student. And moving abroad as a student is very different from in in different aspects. Different from moving abroad uh, as an employee or for work. Mm-hmm. So as a student, it's both exhilarating especially if it's your first time going away from home right but also tedious because it's the first time you're away from home and that too so far away from home so mm-hmm. all that we have seen about you know even my initial impression of moving abroad is from what i've heard about from my cousins or uh, other friends or seniors of mine who've been there or well now now that we have social media and instagram and all of that the posts that we see, the stories that we see. So it's always like fun and glamorous and hi-fi, right? Right. So when I moved, your the, the first move for me was overwhelming. Okay. In the sense okay. that, uh, so when I, I moved to Europe in Scandinavia, mm-hmm. where yeah. mo- the, the English is not their first language, but thankfully in Scandinavia, people do speak English. Most 90% okay. of the speak, people speak English. So the language barrier as such was not overwhelming for me, but the culture difference was overwhelming in terms of learning how to speak with people, how to uh, get them, you know, a bit more friendly to, because mm-hmm. to them, you are an outsider and you kind of have to learn the nonverbal gestures and yeah, kind of get okay. the feel of all of that. Okay, so there might be like table manners that you need to sort of know. Yeah, very small like things that? like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a small example that I can give you is over here. Um, I can speak for people in Norway, but I think this is a thing for people in Scandinavia, the whole of Scandinavia. But okay. uh, in Norway, we there are around 5 million people. So to give you a perspective, in Norway, you have 5 million. And in Kerala, where I come from, yeah. we are... 34 or 34 35 million people in just a state in india yeah so the population is very very small in norway so people really like their space and enjoy their privacy and you know mm-hmm. they have it's not a luxury for them it's more you know, they just have it right so if you take the public transport over here, it's considered rude if you sit next to someone, if you see that there's space in in the, mm. in the bus or the metro that you take. Mm. So okay. like, simple things like that, which you observe and learn, not through your first time, but it takes a, it takes a while unless someone's there to tell you all of this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you would say that you kind of understood the world from a different perspective, right? And I think you talked a little bit about that in um, on your article that you had published on LinkedIn. Aww, yes, yes, I loved it, actually. So um, you had written an article on why you should consider studying abroad. So mm-hmm. you had written it about a year ago, two years ago. So mm-hmm. um, and there, yeah, something that uh, I found really interesting was you talking about your journey to self-discovery. So how yeah. how was how has that been for you? Thanks for bringing that up, Shruti. Um, I think that's one of the biggest learnings you get out of being away from home and not necessarily being abroad, but 
there's more learning in that. Um, being away from home or what you consider home uh, always means being getting out of your comfort zone, right? Like not being in unfamiliar situations or scenarios or people and trying to getting, getting yourself accustomed to it or challenging yourself a bit more, not, not just in terms of the emotional aspect, but like in every aspect you'd be challenged. So that sure. is something you would really experience when you are living outside of your home country. And is it something that you highly recommend for people? Like Definitely. Uh, definitely. definitely okay. Without a doubt, 100%. Everyone should, like, if, if given the chance and you have the drive, go for it. Like, go abroad, even if it's for six months or a year to study or if you get a job and even if you have like a close attachment to home and all your long-term plans keep it that way no no changes but just take that risk and go for short term six six months or a year there's always learning okay because um right now i i think if i have to speak for myself i am in this space where a lot of acquaintances and friends are all moving abroad and there mm-hmm. is this fear of missing out that uh, maybe even i have been exposed to and uh, you know i oh, that's, that's course, interesting to can can we actually come back to that right now where what's the fear of missing out that you feel i i feel that uh, i'm missing out on certain experiences or uh, missing out on learning or it's not even about learning it's not that kind of university sort of learning it's just like being exposed to a different culture and learning how a different part of the world works but Mm -hmm. at the same time you know your um, like um, your overall well-being situation is made better because you have a better yeah Yeah. it's better you have a better um, life I mean better lifestyle as in um you have um, a more... A better quality of life in terms of... Exactly. It's funny you have to say that because I actually have a FOMO when I see your stories or oh. like, <laughs> close friends. Yeah, I'm not kidding because I feel like I have I have, and am missing out on a lot that's happening in oh. India. So Very one thing that's uh, that has struck me only after living outside for uh, you know four ish years is that you when, when in your home country when where if we were together we'd have mm. a, you know sort of a, a large enough group or a, a friend circle in a way where we meet up we hang out it's, it's always like fun you vibe and things like that right. right but I don't know if it's the getting older part or living abroad or a mix of both that seems more of a luxury because one, everybody has their own space over here and, you know, you can't just make plans like that. In the West, it's very important that you plan ahead. So even if you want to meet up with a friend just for a coffee, you can't just hit them up and go be like, yeah, hey, do you want to like catch up for a coffee or go out or something? That should be something that's done a week ago at least. At least yeah. with the people that I've hung out, okay, so. When I see stories, I'm like, oh my goodness, you get to travel so much in and around India, be with friends, go for events, and here I am. (laughs) What am I doing? 
no. I mean, I'm not trying to make you feel better, but um, no, it's, it's again, just a different perspective, right? Of what right. we both feel that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very interesting that we both feel that way because you're asked, right, is this because we're growing older that we feel this way of moving abroad? I think it's because we're growing older. A lot of... Um, it's very difficult uh, staying in touch yeah. with people. Like everybody has something or the other going on. I mean, if I have to speak for myself, most of my friends are married off. Um, everybody has <laughs> another set of responsibilities that... Uh, you know they have different priorities and i think um maybe yeah. may, maybe it's the pandemic i don't know but priorities have shifted yeah. and, no it's fine yeah. it's and, that, and that happens because we kind of grow older so that's the like um, thing uh, when you're uh, just to add on to what you were saying yeah, yeah. Go ahead. um when you are away from home like living abroad you have to start this thing of making your friends all over again and it's so right. difficult to get older because you oh. no longer want to hang out with anyone you get more selective and you get what I'm saying I do I do I find it super difficult like I don't even I sometimes try to avoid social situations where that wasn't me a couple of years ago now I don't yeah. even feel like introducing myself and having to go through that whole ordeal of so um, much energy just gone yeah. on yeah, I mean, maybe that's how we've changed as uh, people. But um, so just going back, so you lived there as a student and you talked about how initially it was overwhelming, but um, I'm sure there were a lot of payoffs that you've had. Like if you could like summarize them in like two, three points, uh, what were the standout moments that you felt as a student, like studying abroad? Mm, well, I think my but like the first thing that will come to my mind is the number of like, culturally diverse people that I've met. Okay. So I, I kind of put that in terms of networking, but not just mm. in terms of networking for your professional growth or personal growth or whatever. It goes uh, some in some ways goes both hand in hand. But you learn a lot, not just in terms of not just in terms of culture, but how people think, how people tackle problems, look at situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things. It's opened my eyes to that. Okay. And, you know, we. I mean, with some of my colleagues, I've even had conversations of uh, superstitions that are there in India versus oh. in Norway. And, um, mm-hmm. and what, is, what is one superstition that's the, there in Norway? I'm interested. Um, so over here, one of my friends told me that um, it's a good sign to see a black cat. Because okay. back back home, back at least my my grandmother used to say, if you see a black cat, it's a shaguna, like a bad omen. Oh, I mean, so yeah, but then I think in India, it's like a. Some people don't believe that. Some people believe that. I think some people do believe, like. You know, black cats are lucky anyways. But yeah. So, okay. So as a student, that's what you felt. Now you get into the real world. Okay, You're no longer, you know, you're no longer a student and you are working. How has that changed? Well, um, it's increased the complexity or the challenge in terms of your social life or at least my social life because one 
when you're working you sort of get into that groove of working and you don't have much or i haven't had much energy to socialize so that's also a need in humans right right so to balance that like work and socializing and being around good people and having good conversation having memorable times i had to sort of find my balance or learn to find a balance in terms of that okay and uh, uh, there's one more thing that i want to add on about the previous question that you asked me um yeah, as a student my learning you so the education system is different from um what we were exposed in india or what i was exposed in india you studied in okay. dubai for the most part right so maybe even you would have felt it like um mm-hmm. how you studied or the education system that you were exposed in the middle east versus when you came to karunia to do your to do yeah. your bachelor's quite different right right the same with uh, a, a graduate program in the west or in scandinavia so in norway it's very different from how it is in the states and that is different from how it is in the uk so how they go about with learning or the curriculum is is different in different places mm-hmm. okay yeah that, that i think that makes sense i'm pretty sure like the american system of education is a lot more different uh, than what you had right yeah. I mean yeah. it's safe so, to as you guys and I probably say that in Scandinavia uh, they don't give much importance to exams as such okay. it's more of like the learning process it's mm. not it's not only about how much you score for your the end semester exams okay so But, yeah, yeah the practical part of it okay and i have to say that this is like the educational system here is sort of laid back laid so back oh. yeah so for an indian who comes here it's like wow i mean this is quite nice <laughs> oh yeah i mean i i mean obviously since i've not experienced it but it would be nice to have like a laid back educational system at the yeah, same time you know that. yeah despite it being laid back you still accomplished a lot and you accomplished a lot of important um, milestones in your career so that it kind of goes a long way to sort of understand that oh hey like you know your education system also needs to be conducive to your personal growth and it shouldn't really um it shouldn't um how do i say it like pressurize you, know, you just pressurize you yeah perform get the grades and then you know once you do get the grades you're just like okay now what now so that's an excellent I, point that you uh, yeah. said because like, yeah i guess i thought about it but never actually verbalized it in a way yeah so yeah because i don't think i would have enjoyed research as much as i do now if mm-hmm. i had continued in india at least from what i uh, uh understood from how my my uh, friends have okay experienced in india so that i would say is i've had quite a positive experience here in terms of research because uh let's be honest re- research is not something everybody's keen on doing right because right. it's long hours and you are addressing 
a very specific problem which you can talk to an even more specific uh, group of people yeah. not everybody is interested in it and you get all technical and you know you use words that normal people go like Wait, what are they what are they talking about mm-hmm. true true i i agree and uh, yeah so i think in terms of um, moving abroad or staying abroad like you know there are definitely a lot of um highlights to it um despite the trade offs but you know the pros outweigh the cons in the long run i think that's what i sort of understood from just having this chat with you here and also because we are in touch i do kind of hear from you yeah, and, uh, a bigger picture the, the yeah. and uh, just to sort of summarize it, it has given you a different perspective when it comes to Definitely. not and just I think the... changed for the better as a person as well oh yeah and i think that's that's such a um profound thing to say like you change as a person you're trying to be a better person every day you're mm-hmm. challenging yourself you're kind of pushing your own boundaries and mm-hmm. i think that's beautiful and i guess along the way you got to even grow your network and you're on this continuous journey to self discovery that um probably wouldn't have happened if you kind of stayed in your comfort zone so be it at home or be it at a place that you're so familiar with i think that was also great and i think along the way you have made a lot of memories and mm-hmm. yeah I, i i think this i i think you kind of given all of us a, a broad understanding of being abroad so <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show so arena before we conclude this episode is there anything else that you would want to sort of bring up or highlight or share your thoughts about um well about studying abroad or uh, moving abroad right. i think um most of us would have at least dreamt of it or at least a passing thought would have come to us but one of the major factors stopping us from doing that is the financial aspect and that's completely understandable because it's a huge investment right especially yeah. for studies because you have to think you're spending let's say a minimum of 20 lakhs in just for a year or two mm-hmm. without uh, without knowing whether you'll get a job at the end or how it's going to be so whether you should really risk it and other family situations blah 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 but this it it's not that it makes it impossible it just adds on to the challenge factor but okay. then then you sort of have to prioritize where you want your education from because not all education is expensive for example education in europe especially is much cheaper than all these um all the universities or any university in Canada or the US Australia UK because their tuition fee is extremely and unreasonably high okay unless you get scholarships and that's for a minority right right whereas in Norway so this is coming from where i studied in Norway education is free so that's a concept that's widespread around most of europe now when i mean free it's not completely free it's mm-hmm. that you only have a minimal semester fee or tuition fee to pay which is not really that much for example for me i didn't have a tuition fee i just had a semester fee that was around 8000 indian rupees per mm-hmm. semester so that's practically nothing 
but uh, i suppose the living expenses were won't. exactly yeah okay so um, you have to add on to such factors as well but what i'm trying to say it's is that you have opportunities outside where it's not always that expensive all you need to do is do your research find out it's very important that you find out um you need to really introspect and know yourself um to know what kind of career or job you want to get into don't do a degree for the sake of moving out cuz that is a waste of financial investment it doesn't get you anywhere right i mean yeah like you were right you know it must have crossed especially my it has crossed my mind in terms of moving abroad but i've never really um had that kind of motivation that oh this is the kind of job i want to do or this is the course i want to pursue so um that was there one and the second thing was mm-hmm. that you know i have this mental block that okay it's going to be really expensive and how am i going to um you know get the funds for it but i suppose right. when you do your research and you know there are a lot of resources that are available exactly. i think a lot of my friends didn't even get through through agents you know they did their own research and they yeah. you know put in filled in their forms and you know all of that and they made it through and i think um i mean just like a concluding thought i think we just have to take the plunge if we want to exactly and, uh, yeah and in so the, i mean it's no very easy to feel yeah, yeah. i'm saying that it, it's a little too um, easy to feel pressured by all of it but you know you come out at the end of uh, that tunnel that you might exactly. feel like you're in and yeah. having felt that accomplishment i'm mm-hmm. sorry you were saying something I was just about to say that there's no really stopping factor such than ourselves holding us back. So wow. the whole takeaway of like uh, in a sentence what I would say is get out of your comfort zone. It can be in terms of just taking that laptop of yours and doing your research finding out the smallest of like put in the smallest of effort that you can every day on a consistent basis find something that gets your interest and maybe that's something we can probably talk about in another session where like how do we find out what we want to do with life not that i figured it out uh, but how i have gone through it cuz even if someone asked me right now what do you want to do in 10 years i'd be like i don't know but i've sort of narrowed it down to certain things that i've found my interest in right and i think there was no other way nicer way to conclude this episode on that hard you know so <laughs> i just want to thank you again for your time being on this episode and i would love to have you again on and we can sort of i hope there'd be a part 2 to this yeah there should be definitely <laughs> sure. so yeah i hope you have a great time wherever you are today <laughs>